this is a striking similarity in context to what the founding fathers went through when they started their independence. Tired of the oppression, excess taxation and restrictions imposed by the English, they dared to venture forth independent, a free people, released from an oppressive regime. So you see, my fellow Americans, what we are witnessing is merely a renewal of that declaration. The negative effects, merely the oppressive forces wishing to remain in power. We, the people, have a leg up on the founders. The brilliantly designed constitutional framework already exists. It simply has to be reinstated. Simply. This is an enormous task. Tyrants with enormous power will do anything to not lose that power. So we are left with a choice. How to bring the fundamental privilege of freedom and equality back into our beloved nation. We can try reason, logic, and understanding. Work together towards the common goal of returning the power to the people. In my opinion, this option has been tried and failed repeatedly. We are at the precipice in our nation, where our next vote could in all likelihood be our last vote. There are certain provisions and duties as citizens by design in our Bill of Rights. Existing for the simple functionality of the Founders' foresight and brought about by their own internal struggles. And I quote, Amendment 1. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or bridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the peaceable people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Amendment 2. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Amendment 9. The enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. Amendment 10. The powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states are reserved to the states respectively or to the people taken without interpretation these rights are absolute so my fellow americans we are left with a decision based on existing information and stated disregard for basic american liberties a grave decision befalls the people do we fight to reset the power balance, restore a great republic to its intended design as the founders perceived? Given our current national situations, I believe remaining the course will end in tragedy, the lights of which could never be repaired. Our nation divided by resolve, a prudent man would suggest patience and preparation. There are dire expressed concerns for either action. Without foresight knowledge of future events and impossible choice or stance to take by continuing the course we risk our liberty traded under the mask of security by an overwhelming power such prudence must be taken to avoid tyrannical will exuded over the people
on the opposition. Removal of tyrants that oppressed the will of the people could replace existing conditions with another tyrant, the result of which would be disastrous. If the latter was to be implemented, the replacement structure would already have had to be existent. For the constitutional system to function in its entirety, there must be a properly functioning judicial branch. Rule and enforcement of law must be adhered to by all citizens of the Republic. Deviation must be punished. The power balance must be maintained. How to achieve an independent country free of tyranny where individuals were sought over governmental control. The founders had a wonderfully simple wish for our country they were creating, that an individual could be mutually supportive to their fellow man while still remaining free to determine their own destiny. By design, the power of a central government was never established to interfere with self-determination. True to form, a representative government of the people by the people and for the people. Contrary to instituted belief, the core of the Republic was never designated to interfere or assist in the individual's ultimate potential for success or failure. The power flow was to be rested in the people. A mark of a properly functioning Republic is you do not know the government is there. By design, you are free to succeed or fail upon one's own determination and drive. The envisioned design of the forefathers was that in individual times of need, communities would rally around a common cause. An individual responsibility of self must never be sacrificed. The common disclaimer, liberty for security is a provocation based on an illusion that the need of the power base outweighs the need of a person in line with constitutional law has by design the means to defend life and property to form militias to quell insurrection. In day and light, we bear witness to the representative design of an alien system in Western society. So foreign in concept that citizens of the Republic might be persuaded by intrigue or blatant ignorance. We the people must always remember what we are fighting for, what we are defending. Our constitutional republic, fragile when allegiances are divided, unbreakable by united people. We risk everything for desire to experience a way of life few will ever know. And the misguided, complacent few would give way to conform to a global design of governmental control. What do we rely? Strength, responsibility, integrity, and personal courage. We the people do not rely on a government control structure to take care of us. We are a proud people. We have chosen to fight against tyranny and oppression, to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. We have chosen our destiny to live as a free people, no matter what the cost. United, we stand.
in an attempt to subvert the validity of our national elections, radical anti-American forces comprised by foreign nationals, Democrats, and Republican politicians, disenfranchised citizens, and financed by socialist billionaires have launched a multifaceted campaign to subvert and destroy the homeland. To fully understand the nature and scope of this operation, a multi-tiered breakdown is necessary. Finance. Self-contained communist George Soros has invested billions of dollars in financing and coordinating support to multiple levels of the operation. Funneling currencies through numerous offshore accounts and shell companies, the Communist Party of China has dedicated finance and intelligence into the operation by using deep cover agents and embassies within the United States, as well as signal and electronic warfare. Propaganda. Disinformation is a crucial part by distorting fact from fiction. It is easier to allow the internalized population to mistrust and subvert all attempts made by the rightfully elected government of the people. Mainstream media, fueled by radical ideology and funded by the very sources as listed above, continue their campaign of a constructed narrative in an attempt to keep the population afraid and fragile. Separation is an imperative in maintaining the narrative. Elected officials. Deep instilled hatred and finance provide powerful motivation to discredit a unified government. Continual congressional hearings and speculations shatter public opinion of the executive branch. Legislation subversion put into law systems designed to oppress the population and devalue our nation's elections. Unrelenting attempts and control mechanisms are in place that allow for population control, censorship, and restrictions of liberty. This poses one of the most serious issues to the continuation of our republic. <laughs> Deceit and betrayal from within seek to maintain a corrupt power system within our branches of government. Distraction. Civil distress, riots, arson, and harassment all seek to isolate, distract, and force a mandate of control. Control of message, direction, and intent. While low-level foot soldiers motivated by greed and a lust for limited power, the graver threat exists from the upper echelons, a highly coordinated and controlled insurrection has divided public opinion. Race, gender, societal makeup, and ideology provide the fuel needed for this national conflict. Disregard for the rule of law, distrust in congressional systems, corruption, subversion, greed, and a lust for power drive America to the brink of civil war. Internalized warfare must be avoided by any and all means. I fear our hand will be pushed towards an inevitable path for which we cannot escape. Herein lies the most sizable problem a nation in conflict, distrustful and fearful, is susceptible to foreign influence. By means of direct or indirect actions, the principles of the Republic function on the basis of rules of law and respect for constitutional principles is disregarded. 
seek to divide and fracture, allow for socialist communist systems to control of control to be implemented without public knowledge. One of the greatest pressing matters of this republic is the lack of information. Information drives direction, focus, and resolve. The message being persuaded by the enemies of liberty, dishonest and repulsive, is that there is something fundamentally wrong with our nation. This sentiment hallmarks the retaliation experienced by our president and all freedom-loving patriots of our country. We must prepare. Critical supply chains, communication resources must be stockpiled at the individual level. In the event of collapse, this will serve as a basis for reunification. There is an old quote, patience is a virtue. Nevermore has this been as forthright. The conditions have been set. The pieces are strategically positioned. D-Day has been set. Commit to no action without direction from our president. The message, if needed, if democracy and thoroughly established systems fail, will come by manner of emergency broadcast being broadcast to all electronic forms of communication. I pray for the sanctity of our republic that this should never occur. Patience, preparation, and diligence.